Hi there, Scott Hamilton, Rockfile, back with another podcast review for your ears. Going to be talking about the 2022 film, The 355. Yes, I rented a Blu-ray for 50 cents from Redbox just so I could do this review. <laughs> so is this a terrible movie because it bombed so badly this year? It's actually not. It's better than the average Netflix movie you watch. Why did it bomb? It really needed to be special. The short version of the review is it's not a terrible movie. It's fine. That's the best thing I can say about it. It's got a lot of action in it. Everybody in it does well in their respective roles. Jessica Chastain shines. It's her movie. It was her idea. She talked to the director about it, Simon Kinberg. We'll get into that. But the short version is, there are a lot worse things you could watch, and it was entertaining for two hours. was it great. Probably never see it again, but, you know, I've watched worse lately. That'd be the short version. So I've talked about Simon Kinberg before because he's a guy who's worked on all sorts of different movies as a writer, producer, and a director. Um, he's taken two shots at the Dark Phoenix storyline in X-Men. That's one of the biggest things growing up uh, that happened in X-Men was the Dark Phoenix storyline. And he's done two, X-Men 3 and the Dark Phoenix movie, both the same story. He got to rewrite them, and he directed the second version and didn't get it right either time. He's directed some other things, and he's fine. He's written some really good things. And, I, you know, he did fine. The, the directing in this movie is fine. It just needed to be special. And I'm not saying that because it's an all-female cast. We've had female action heroes. You want to see a good, gritty, female-oriented action film? How about Atomic Blonde? That was a really good movie. The first pitch for John Wick, retired assassin, loses dog and car and goes on murder spree. This could have been a terrible B-movie, but the action elevated the John Wick films. The action was so good you couldn't take your eyes off of it, and it stitched the story together. They, they told story through action. They just took action to a whole new level. It took a what could have been a mundane B-Netflix late-night movie and made it iconic. And they made three, and they got two more coming in a TV series. So the idea for the 355 is... During the Revolutionary War, there was a female patriot. They didn't know her name, so she was called the 355. It's supposedly a true story, and that was the idea of the movie. Simon Kinsberg got together with Teresa Rebeck, and, uh, oh, I saved her. I needed to read this because I didn't know who she was, right? When I first heard that this movie bombed, I kind of wanted to see this movie. I like all the people in it. You know, Edgar Ramirez is in it. I think he's underrated. I really like him. And um, so I read up on it, and, and oh, Simon Kinsberg did this, really? After Dark Phoenix, he got to do this? So when I start watching the movie, because I haven't done much research sitting down to watch it today. It wasn't even a plan. It just I was looking for something to do. I've been up way too long today, and Redbox had it, and they gave me a $1.50 off coupon, so why not get it for 50 cents? So when the movie starts up, it, it, it's got a great action scene, and they start doing the credits, and it's like written by Teresa Rebeck and Simon Kinsberg. 
Okay, well, who is she? So I looked her up right before doing this podcast. She's a playwright. She's won a lot of awards for doing plays. She's done some TV. She's 64 years old. And um, she's done several movies. Cinematic wonderment like Catwoman, Gossip, Harriet the Spy, uh, Trouble, she wrote and directed, and most recently, The 355. We have talked many times, this uh, estimated budget for this movie was between 40 and $75 million. It grossed about $25 million. Why do movie studios, this was Universal Studios, it's a big company, why did they hire a writer who hasn't had many, if any, hits? A director who's coming off his last few movies didn't do well? I mean, he killed the X-Men franchise, basically. With Dark Phoenix? I don't know. But he's a decent director. I mean, like I the, the movie's filmed well. There's a little bit of shaky cam in the fight scenes, but overall the women worked really hard to 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 you know one up their male counterparts. There's a lot there's a great fight scene between Jessica Chastain and uh, Diane Kruger. I thought everybody was good in the movie. I thought the movie was good. It could have been plotted a little better. It kind of ends an hour into it, and there's another hour to go. They, they kind of solve the mystery, fix the crime, whatever. I don't want to give away spoilers. But it starts with a, a pretty good action scene, and, and then we're introduced to the characters, and, and we get into some action, and then some things happen. And a lot of this movie feels like it was the second one. Like, there should have been a prequel that told us the backstory on a lot of these people because they just kind of appear and start working together. And there's a little bit of, well, they may have worked together or maybe they haven't and they're just kind of stuck in this. And the writing's pretty good because they, they all are allowed to do some things and kind of grow as characters throughout the movie. So that's good, right? But it could have been, I don't know, it just felt like, I don't know, I feel like we're jumping into the action and we never really got to know anybody here. There's a romance early on, and then it, it ends abruptly. So we're not really invested into it, and it's supposed to be a big deal, and something happens later in the film. Sebastian Stan is in this movie. I like him. Jason Fleming. He's been in several things I've watched lately, like Rockstar. Um, he's playing a lot of bad guys lately. But, like, the movie was over, and I was like, you know. And, and they're setting it up. They totally set it up to make more. The movie ends, and there's it goes on about an hour 47 it wrapped up faded to black then came back into this kind of epilogue where we kind of found out what happened to everybody and what's going to you know go forward and there's no total cliffhanger or whatever but yeah it's kind of wide open for them to do something else if they wanted to all get back together and i wouldn't mind that it'd be great if like netflix or amazon picked it up and decided oh well it's worth it to get these girls back together and make a movie this so what i was saying earlier is the movie had to be special it's PG-13, and I'm not one who's going to say movies have to be bloody and gory to be good or edgy, you know, be bloody or gory to be edgy. Deadpool and John Wick work. The, the, the R-ratedness of those movies take those movies to a different level that they don't have. Watch the PG-13 version of Deadpool if you don't believe me. The R rating lets them make edgier material. And this movie would have benefited from that. It wants to be down to earth and gritty, but there's no blood. A lot of people get shot. A lot of stuntmen go down like they've been shot in the head. There's not one ounce of blood. 
One of the main characters gets shot in the chest, and he's got a little blood spatter on his neck, but that's about it. Some people get some blood on their shirt. But so many people get shot, face, chest, head, whatever. There's no blood in the movie, right? And like I said, if it wasn't trying to be so edgy and down-to-earth, I wouldn't be saying this because I don't look for that in movies. It doesn't have to be that way. But it just felt a little toothless. And some of the hand-to-hand fight scenes, those are great. They're brutal. But there's not many consequences after them. I mean, they, they talk. I watched all the extras afterwards. Um, I rented the Blu-ray. There was no 4K available for it. This movie didn't come out in 4K uh, on home video. Maybe you can stream it that way. And the Blu-ray looks fine, sounds fine. Um, I was a little disappointed that it has a Dolby audio logo on the disc, but there's no Dolby soundtracks. It was all DTS. But it was a good soundtrack, good 5.1, maybe 7.1. I mean, I have mine configured uh, for Atmos. Don't think my DTS X Lite came out, but it might have. So it don't think it was truly object-based surround sound. But for an action movie, um, it got thunderously loud at my normal listening levels. Um, dialogue was fine. I didn't have to turn the movie too down um, during the action scenes and too far up during the non-action scenes. That was nice. Looks good. Plays good. The action's well-filmed. There's a lot of car chases. There's a lot of jumping off buildings. There's a lot of people getting shot. And the other thing about the R rating had you had all the violence and maybe some more cussing? <laughs> I don't know. Um, I, I don't know. I, I'm not an expert. I'm an expert on watching movies and going, it just didn't, it was just okay. Being these multi-million dollar producers, these billion dollar producers sitting here watching the movie going, you should add this, you should add that. I can do that if I was in a recording studio with a band. I can do that for a radio station. I don't have the magic wand for movies. I would think if they made the action special, if that's what people were talking about, did you see her do this? Jessica Chastain does a big jump, and it looks like she really does it. And in in the makings of you, she she does really do it. Um, she's got wires on, but they, they digitally paint out. But she did the stunt herself. It's great. It's like the only real one. I mean, she does the fight sequences too. There's a lot of her face in the fight sequences. I... You just didn't walk out of the theater or get done with it and go, wow, they really kicked ass. Um, what's her name? Pang Pang, the the Asian star who is in this movie. She has a little bit of a twist, and she's got one really good action scene. She's amazing. Um, the other ladies do quite well. I, I say that, you know, you're talking about this from the female perspective, well, Guys were used to them doing good action scenes. All of these women, a lot of them, you have never seen them do action scenes before, and they're great. Penelope Cruz does some action that's really good. Um, the whole movie is fine. Like I said, it's better than your average Netflix movie. It just needed something to elevate it to make it more special than just it's a team of women accomplishing this mission. Again, Atomic Blonde got your blood pumping a little more and was just a little deeper, a little more rugged movie but you know Charlize Theron naked and bruised in the movie and and there's it's pretty R-rated in several scenes but the movie's a lot more memorable this one's over and it's like okay well that was you know your typical espionage type action movie and it's filmed all over the world and everybody the bad guys are bad guys and like I said there's a lot of action in the movie 
but I checked my phone a couple times. It's not bad. It's funny these days that if a movie doesn't, you know, connect with you, it's it you have to you have to review spam it and talk about how terrible it was and how a waste of two hours. No, it just, you know, it's a fine waste of two hours time, but don't seek it out. You know, I wish it had been something special. It would be an it would be nice to have a few more um, franchises, if you will, that aren't Marvel and John Wick and. Are there too many other franchises? I guess we're getting a new Jurassic Park. Uh, we're getting a new Indiana Jones. Okay, there's a few other franchises. But anyway, it would be a cool new franchise, but unfortunately it's probably not going to go anywhere because this movie just didn't. And and the home video, it came out on Blu-ray, no 4K. I don't know. I haven't been able to stream it easily anywhere. It's still like full price to stream it. So they're not making it easy to see the movie. You would think. Anyway, it could be better, but um, I would say make it more violent. Add some blood. Forget the PG-13 rating. I don't really know that any PG-13 kids would care about this movie. So, you know, you were kind of making a movie for adults go all the way. Other than that, you know, it's a passable time. If you get to see it for free, you could watch worse. If you have to pay for it, I don't know that I would do that. It's just okay. There's a lot better action movies out there for you to watch than the 355. But good shot. And like I said, I have no serious complaints about anybody in the film. Everybody looked great, sounded great, played great, um, did their roles very well, action scenes very well. Movie just, you know, didn't catch on with the public because there's really, you know, it it should have done better, I would say. There, There are far worse movies who made more money in the box office, but the people spoke and... Here we are, uh, 50 Cent Rental from Redbox. Okay, it was worth about that. Scott Hamilton, I'm Rockfile. My links are below. Have a spectacular day. Thanks for listening to my podcast. Really appreciate it.